and welcome to the show. Now, here are your hosts, Andrzej Marczewski and Roman Rackwitz. Oh, hello and welcome to another episode of the Anjay and Roman show. Hello, Roman. Hey, nice to meet you again. Yeah, it feels like only minutes ago that we spoke last. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, a joke that doesn't translate well to those who haven't listened. We, um, we, we've we gone a very long gap without doing any, so we're doing a few back-to-back. So uh, if we sound weary, it's because we've just done one already. But no, this is going to be a good, exciting one. I'm looking forward to this one. Um, so... Last time we focused very much on some of the things that I'm interested in and how you know guitar and gamification can be can be linked in metaphors. Now we're going to go into something a little bit more practical and direct, I think, and that is NFTs and how we can make use of them in gamification um, and just generally what they are, why they're good, and why I totally distrust them and hope that Roman can can convince me otherwise. <laughs> I don't know if that's if, if I can do that. Okay, but the point is, I'm I'm fascinated by them. Huh? That's and, and but to be and in order to be able to explain that better, um, let me explain what I think NFTs are. Okay. Yeah, that that's what I was going to ask first. Is can can you give an idiot's definition to NFTs and then then almost sort of what it is that they are to you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So for me. An NFT in the first place, and this is its original purpose, it's a smart contract. It's not a picture, it's not a collectible. So to explain that right now, so if you have heard about NFTs nowadays, the probability is very high that you have heard about NFTs as, let's say, digital pictures that you can collect. Monkeys. Okay? So we have the Beeple picture that would be so, that has been sold for 69 million yeah we have these bought ape yak club <laughs> we have uh, crypto punks and so on these are all pictures that are being um that that have been stored rec- um, on the blockchain and so the point is and i don't want to go too deep into that but to make it short thanks to the blockchain technology now you can even make a digital good an individual a scarce one so it's not in the web 2 thinking in the classic internet thinking yeah so if you post a picture and of you i can take it down i can copy it i can download it on my computer and then we have both the picture okay in the web 3 thinking the blockchain thinking that's not possible okay because Let's say you are putting up a picture, you store it on the blockchain, then it said this picture, this kind of digital file is on the blockchain and it said, okay, it's from Andre and so on, this is this. And now I can still go to your website perhaps where you put it up and I can download it, but this is not recorded on the blockchain then, okay? And so I think it's difficult to understand Web3 approaches by coming from the Web2 background okay i think from what you've said my understanding is that it's it's proof of ownership is the Mm. is the key in that instance so i could take a screenshot of the monkey and use it but unlike standard web where the closest you can get to proving ownership is kind of almost showing the date that maybe you uploaded it to your website on the blockchain there is a definitive moment in time that is impossible to remove that says this is where the ownership started from exactly it's even about the file 
Yeah, so I can, it's, even if I don't have the time and the where it was uploaded, whatever, and I would go there and say, hey, no, I have the same picture. The point is, if we have the same JPEG, you can always prove just by having the JPEG that it's the original one. Even if we don't have the proof that you own it already since January and it was uploaded in January and I only own it since February, okay? okay. Um, that, that's the crazy stuff around mm-hmm. that. And um, so this is what, what everyone knows about most, mostly, okay? And this is why, of course, digital art becomes interesting because now it can be a scarce resource. You can trade it, yeah? You can, it's demand and offer, whatever, uh, demand and supply, sorry. And um, so that's the, the obvious stuff that we know about. That's what um, media is talking about and so on. But the point is this. Every NFT, yeah, no matter how it looks like, no matter if it looks like a CryptoPunk or a, a MyPhoto or a Bored Ape or whatever it is, is a smart contract. And because in the last video that we had, you made such an amazing metaphor with music and gamification, let me try another metaphor. The point is, if I, if we would, if we wouldn't know what cars are, okay, and now we are seeing, we are looking at a car outside, and we are only talking about the color of the car, how it looks like, and I would say, hey, I really love the color, please let me buy it, whatever it is, okay, and we have no clue what's, what that there's an engine inside of the car. We don't open the doors, we don't sit in the car, we don't use it to go from A to B. Okay, we are only talking about the color. This is exactly what's happening right now in the NFT world, in mainstream, by talking only about how it looks like, okay? So the point is, every NFT actually has the potential to be a smart contract. That means we can code it, we can program it, we can change it. We can say that um, the the smart contract um, can make its own decisions. We can say that if something happens in real life, the smart contracts can measure that and then say, okay, because this happened in real life, uh, and this, um, then I'm going to send Andre a basketball. I don't know. I just to say something. <laughs> um, whatever it is. Okay. Um, so this is the technology. Of course, at the end, technology is not worth anything if you can't do something useful with it. Okay. But I think this is important to understand that I don't care how an NFT looks like on the screen. That's really not the important part. Okay, that's the first okay. thing. Um, now, why am I so excited about NFTs when we're talking about gamification? The point is to understand that. I hope, so I hope that you understand it then. And we have to look, we have now look at the gamification, how I see it. So from my point of view, gamification design means mainly to create a journey for a user that he can go over time. Okay? My definition of gamification is that I want to create something that other others or that people are um, keeping... Sorry, I, it's difficult for me to do it in English, but um, That's are trying to keep it... To keep, uh, keep doing it with joy. Okay, that's my definition. It's not about I don't want, it's not my main purpose in gamification is not I want you to do something once. I want you to change your behavior once or twice, whatever. That's not my case. I think there are other tools, industries, nudging, um, boosting, rewarding, whatever that are much more um, effective for that. Okay, for me, what's for me interesting is that if you're already doing something, how can I keep you doing that with joy? 
Yeah? So you want to do it. This is for me gamification. So it's a journey over time that unfolds in front of you depending on your decisions. Okay, this is already a little bit of how I how, what, how I characterize my design. Okay, because this is what games are all about. They are journeys that unfold in, in front of you over time depending on your decisions. And um, so this is what that means is that if you're looking at, at, a, at a classic game, okay, so you there's a story that's unfolding in front of you and you're playing the story. And there's some kind of, let's say, um, avatar, for example, inside the game that's representing you as a player with your decisions. And by progressing, it's growing up, okay? It's becoming stronger, the avatar, whatever. And it's not just that it, it has to be an avatar, like uh, a, a figure that's... Uh, getting stronger, getting new clothes, whatever. It, the, the, it can also be your dashboard uh, that becoming, that's becoming richer over time. You're getting more resources in your dashboard. You see what you can use or whatever. This kind of, let's, let's say, let's, an avatar from my point of view is nothing else as a dashboard. It provides you with information what you can do, what, it, what is available for you to use, uh, what are your skills? And and all of these kind of information is, is important because only by knowing about the stuff, the resources that you can use, the skills that you have, um, only by knowing about that kind of information in games, you can make sense out of the story that's unfolding in front of you. Okay, because let's say, um, I don't know, let's say if, if you are... Um, if you are a figure, so you have, let's say, you just earned a bow. Uh, you don't have a sword, but you have a bow and some arrows. And there's uh, an enemy coming, um, staying 100 meters uh, away from you. And there's another one staying two meters away from you uh, and you're behind them. But because you have a bow, probably you decide, okay, I'm, I'm trying to get away from the one staying next to me because I need a sword to be able to fight with him because he has a sword. It's much, yeah, much better, better resource yeah. for the, for the, for the, how to say that near yeah, the direct um, fight. Close, close. Thanks. Yeah. And so, um, because of, I know what kind of resources and skill I have, I can use a bow. I'm, yeah, going back and I'm trying to to catch the other one. That's that's more far away. So you need that kind of information, what you can do and what is available to do. And um, this is a dashboard or whatever, as I said already. And now when we're talking about gamification, I mean, I'm also trying to create these journeys, but in a in your real world environment, like you're doing your job, you're using a software, you're being a customer, whatever. So in order to do that, I'm also looking for how can I create something that resembles a dashboard for you in the real world? How can I, by trying to gamify your job or you using a software, how can I add something like a dashboard? If it looks like a dashboard, if it looks like a cockpit, if it looks like an avatar, who, who cares? Yeah? But they all have the same purpose to provide the right information for you concerning the context. And of course, growing with you. Okay, so if you're achieving something, if you're getting a new resource, if you now learned something new in a game, you would get the new skill in real world. You get perhaps access to a new client, to a new product because you learned how to use it. And so uh, I want to make it visible for you in your personal dashboard that, okay, now this is an option for you that you can use. And um, so we're talking about this, these, these dashboards. And so... 
you see that that's an important part for me to be able to connect real life activities with you as the player, as the employee, as the customer with your skills. So to make the connection, I need something that's able to connect both, let's say, worlds, the real world and you as a person with everything that you can offer and use. And um, now when we're talking about NFTs again, NFTs is not just that there's something called dynamic NFT, okay? So they are not so very well known. Dynamic NFT means, so far when we're talking about these classic NFTs, yeah, you're creating them, it's, it's a picture, you store it on the blockchain, and there it's written. It's stored there, and you can't change it anymore. But there are also dynamic NFTs. And dynamic NFTs, for example, as you have already said it, uh, Andre, they prove ownership. Okay, so that could mean the NFT itself stores the access or it has the right, it's like a certificate or whatever, that provides its owner with the right to use a particular software, for example. So it could be that I can only use the software if I own the NFT. Okay, make it, let's make it simple. It's like yeah. a resource. And so the point is, the stored part on the blockchain or what's really written, it, it's it's the ownership. So it's, I mean, okay, it's, this is Romans, okay? He earned it there. He got the certificate, the permission to use that kind of surf, software after he did this, and now he owns it, okay? Why is that important as an NFT? I think there are two different ways to look at it. One is the functional part. It could mean that, okay, because it's my NFT, it's in my wallet, if my employer who gave me the certificate, who stored the certificate, whatever, if he goes bankrupt or if we, if, 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 I, if we don't like each other anymore and I have to go and whatever, he's, he's angry, whatever, he can't, it's, it's not gone, okay? I have, all, I have it always with me. If that's really important in that case, that's another point of view, but it's possible. That's a functional point of view. It's transparent. I can prove it. I can take it with me. I can, I can, it's, it's even like a liquid asset. So perhaps it doesn't make sense for a certificate, but because it's digital and it's transparent and it's provable, I can trade it. I can, tr I can prove ownership and so on. Yeah, it's, it's not really important for the certificate, but that's a functional point of view. Another one, and this is something that most people underestimate from my point of view, talking about blockchain in general and NFTs, is the psychological view of it. I mean, it's just because you know you own it. It can't be taken away, even if there's no rational functional value for that. But just because you it's the case that you know that it's yours. This is already a value sometimes. Okay? You own it. It can't be taken away and it's it's always for your lifetime. It's connected with you as a person even if you sell it, if you trade it into for something else, if you if you make it as a if you if you donor it, if you um so donate it, sorry. If it's a present for someone else that you give away, it's written on the blockchain that once a few decades ago, years ago, you owned it. And so it's already something like a jury, uh, like a uh, story, yeah, that the NFT, for example, and and I, I mean, imag imagine how important it is for some people to own something that, that someone else owned. Yeah? And so yeah. that's transparent, whatever. Of course, yeah, that it's always the case, is that valuable for to someone? But that's another question. So, but that's a psychological part. That's And this is something that I where I relate to the attachment theory. I mean, you 
Tamagotchis were such a ex- uh, <laughs> success because it's you, it, it's just a digital pet, okay? But no, it doesn't feel like a digital pet. It fe- it felt like your pet because you put all the time and effort in it, okay? And the same happens, to be honest, with, um, for example, the software using. Everyone is using the same software, but perhaps you individualize it to your way or you are able to use it in a particular way because you learned more than others. You know how the features work. And so, so we are already individualizing digital projects, uh, uh, products for us, most often without realizing it. And because of that, it becomes more valuable. Yeah? If we know that, okay, this software really re- represents my journey over time, um, you get an emotional connection to it. If you want, if you don't want, if you think about it or if you don't think about it. Okay, that's the attachment theory. Um, and we love it. It's, it's the reason why people name their cars. Okay, it's, it creates a connection. They look at their cars as, and because they name it, because they see the changes, oh, it was in the beginning just an, a regular car, but I individualized it. I changed it. This is, uh, so in the beginning, it was just, a, I individualized it with uh, just small things, and now it grew, it's grown up. I developed it. I leveled it up. So these kind of stuff and things and, and situations are attached to us, and this is the attachment theory. And, um, and, and the point is now, if you think about, let's say this way, if you have an NFT and the NFT rep- represents your interaction with something, for example, with a product, okay? So because of the NFT, you get access to a particular software. And now by using the software in your individual way, the NFT represents this individual behavior, okay? Why? Two different views. The first is, because it can be that the software says in a particular situation, okay, because you, I know that you can use my standard features, now I give you another one. And why should I do that? The point is, right now, most software is providing you with all the features at once. And this leads to some kind of behavior where you're only using the features that you already know, because everything else is too overwhelming. A game wouldn't do that. A game really measures, okay, now because you used this and this and this feature and you were able to fight this and this and this enemy or to build this and this element that you can use as a resource for something else. Now because you did this, now I give you access to the next level. Now you get access to another feature. Yeah? And so games are already built like this. Um, and it's like a journey that unfolds in front of you over time. Okay, And we are creating systems, for example, software in the same way. And so, of course, by providing that kind of dependencies where we see, okay, actually we could give you all the 1,000 features in a software, but because we know it's overwhelming, you won't use it, you only focus on the five that you know, and probably you won't go deeper into the software. You don't, won't find out what all these other features are really helping you to do, and so probably you won't master our software. So we are trying to build it like a journey like this. And in order to be able to to track your skills, to track the journey that you already did, the, to track the features that you have already unlocked, for example, in this software, we give you a dashboard. And so you can see what's happening and the, the, the software immediately knows which feature would be the next, the best next one to be unlocked for you and so on and so on. So and now we can do that as a dashboard and or we can also do it with the NFT. The difference is 
the NFT is not connected. If, if you do it within the software as a dashboard, it's connected to the software directly. If you delete the software, it's gone. If the software company makes an update, whatever, and it changes everything or it doesn't, it doesn't develop it further, probably it's not, the dashboard doesn't really say anything anymore. It's not really important anymore. It's out of context. But if the dashboard is connected to you via an NFT, so if the NFT itself becomes the dashboard, you can take it with you. And what's interesting is um, another company could come. So let's take an example with Adobe. Okay, so let's say I would, I, um, we would track your achievements inside of Photoshop. Okay, so we know that um, by, by using Photoshop in a particular way, the NFT stores everything, every feature that you use. So we can see, okay, because you're using this feature, this feature, probably you have this kind of skills. And by looking at the whole system of Photoshop, we know that, okay, if you have this skill, perhaps that would be a good idea now to introduce you to this or this activity in Photoshop, because now you are capable of understanding and doing it. Uh, if you wouldn't have introduced it too early to you, you would be overwhelmed. And now, because so this is in, in, inside of the Adobe environment, but now, for example, because it's an NFT and it's based on a blockchain and everyone can connect its his own software to the blockchain, I could build another one, another, let's say, video editor and say, hey, because and when you connect your NFT, I get to know your skills. And because I, you did this and this and this and this in Photoshop, you have the skills. I can tell you that it's a, it's a, it's now it's the right time or these are the perfect features to 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 get started with our video editor because you can take everything that you learned in Photoshop and you built in Photoshop now with uh, inside of our video editor and now you can create amazing effects inside of our video editor. It's just one example. Okay, so you're taking all your skills with you and you can take them with you between different applications and and then i'm i'm finishing sorry for the long monologue no, um, no, no. but now for example if we are um, gamifying whole job processes where while doing the job you're not just exposed to one software but to different ones and to different activities to different customers whatever now by by, by using an NFT as a dashboard, as your personal dashboard with your personal skills that you developed by performing one role, for example, as a, I don't know, salesperson, and then you change it to marketing and then they change back to as a director of sales or whatever it is. Yeah, we can use the NFT as the one and only hub that's you are owning, that's growing with you. And in, in no matter what kind of next process, job position, feed, uh, software you're using, we can always dock into the NFT and immediately adjust all of these, all of the, for example, the screens, the features, whatever, the responsibilities um, of you know of your new um, software or job position, uh, so that it can adapt to your skills, to your level of expertise right now, and so it helps us to balance everything immediately. Um, yeah, and at the same time, it's your. NFT that and, and to be honest, and this is this sounds a little bit ch childish, but the point is if we design it, if we, if we visualize it even. So of course there's the contract what I talked in the beginning, and then we have the possibility all, also to visualize the NFT. And now imagine we would create an NFT 
that's visualizing a particular, let's say, avatar. And by doing your job within a company, and even by perhaps by changing your employer, so by well, you have different, different employers, different companies, the whole NFT is changing with you over time. The avatar that you decided to be, whatever it is, um, is growing with you. The emotional bondage, the emotional connection that you as the owner have, has or have with, uh, with the NFT um, only by because it, res, it presents by changing its visual and by also by changing the skills that it has. And so by growing, by growing with you, it represents all the time and effort that you already, that you put into it. And so the emotional connection becomes even stronger. And I, I mean, the, the point is, this is why I'm so fascinated, fascinated about NFTs. You could most of the stuff that I just told you also do without an NFT, but not all of them, okay? Especially when we're talking about the, about the psychology behind it. Okay, it's, it's, I really own it. I can take it with me. No one can steal it, whatever it is. And, um, and also the, connect, the, the seamless or the, the limitless connection between different um, uh, software or silos. They just have to connect to the blockchain and suddenly I can take, I can take the NFT everywhere with me. This, these are some kind of features that are not possible somewhere else. I don't mean that it's it's if we don't have these features, we can't design anything that we want to do. It's also possible. But I think there are some amazing potentials um, within the NF, uh, the, the overall technology in Web3. Um, but yeah, in particular, also in NFTs that we are testing right now. We haven't figured it out yet totally, um, but I think it's it's enough for me to be excited about this kind of technology. <clears throat> okay, interesting. So, as a, there's a lot there. There's a, there's a lot you've gone through. I, I, it's going to take a moment to process, but my first thing, <laughs> which is interesting, is everything I've seen about NFTs, and as you said at the beginning, everyone has, and even even people in the industry who are using NFTs and gamification, it is all about the visual. Yeah, it's all about ownership of a, a picture. Yeah, and there there are people in the industry now who are doing this. They're using NFTs uh, in their products, and from my understanding, what I can see so far, it is all about proof of ownership of an image, and that image then having a value, a collectability. A, a scarcity whatever you may want so therefore has some value be it to you personally emotionally or as we've seen financially some of these things are insane which is a lot like gamification in that a lot of people view on gamification that it's a very visual thing it's not about <clears> that <throat> they don't go any deeper than that thin layer of a thin narrative and a point system and a few badges um, and that's gamification to them. They don't go to that depth of the psychology and the behavioral economics behind gamification, that kind of thing. So I can sort of see why myself, I'm a little bit jaded towards this and I've seen it all before and it feels very similar and it feels like how people look at gamification, blah, blah, blah. So if what you're saying is that the visual part of it is actually the very last thing that you're looking at from the usage of NFTs and what you're actually looking at it. So I think yeah, NFT, non-fungible token, basically I mean it's not something that can be, uh, that basically can be traded for value, isn't it? It's kind of a, it doesn't have any intrinsic value of its own. Um, 
And I think what you're talking about here is using the technology behind how NFTs interact with the blockchain and how we can manipulate um, what the NFT contains and can store is creating a a unique identifiable uh, portfolio almost of a person's professional life in this instance, where everything they've done, everything they can do, be it within their software, within their role, within, you know, you could put performance reviews into it, put, as you said, features within software that they've mastered and used, have that transferable to another organization that uses the same platform that recognizes the NFT. And as soon as they come on with that NFT, it would unlock everything they had before, um, tell the company everything about you that this contains, but then it is provable that it was you and that you are the owner of this, that it was created for you when it was done. If there are any previous owners, for instance, they wouldn't be on a personal portfolio, but you know what I mean? It's that kind of, you can trace the history of it. Um, and then you can start becoming attached to it and seeing a visualization of that journey that you've had. You're almost like the avatar going gray and growing a beard because it's been with you for so long and represents all the skills and talents you've you've accrued over the years. So you're looking at from the perspective of digital portfolios on steroids. <laughs> Nicely said. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm... So, so the point is, and I, now have you mentioned that, I, I think there's an amazing parallel to the gamification industry, yeah? that most people think about gamification, about, okay, about, for them, gamification is the pixel that you can see on the screen. And it's the same with NFT. For them, for most of the people, it's how it's being visualized. But this is really, it's, it's probably not, not even 1% of the, <laughs> of the utility of an NFT. And as I said, it's like if we would talk about the color of cars. Yeah? And um, so that's, of course, and, and, and I mean, that's who would you like to blame? Because this is also as main, as main media, mainstream media, sorry, is communicating it. Oh, there's another collectible. Oh, someone sold it for this, uh, blah, 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 blah. And of course, people that don't have the time to dig deeper or just have other things to do right now or is, are not really interested in that right now, fair enough. Um, how should they then come up with the other stuff or think about it more deeply? But actually, you said it right. Yeah, it's exactly, it's, it's a proof of ownership for whatever you did in a particular context. You can take it with you. It can grow with you. And so, of course, it can also, and this is the utility that I think that over time the NFT can own utilities for you, like access to something, ownership of something, participation in a particular community that's interest-based, yeah, because or experience-based even. Uh, and the NFT is not just a, it's it's of course it's ownership, it's, it's it can prove it, but it's also, um, from my point of view, a very simple and easy way to store all of this information and to be able to handle it for you as an owner. And, yeah. and as I said, it's, it's, it's transparent. Yeah? It's, it's no one can, I, I can't say, um, Hey, I did this or this or this 10 years ago yeah? because for example, so now I can say it, but let's imagine in 20 years, I can't say that perhaps anymore. I can, because my NFT doesn't, if I would have done that, perhaps my NFT would have a particular um, utility that would give me access to something. But because I don't have it, <laughs> I didn't do it in the first place. 
to own uh, to earn that kind of access or whatever it is but this is the functional point of view as i already said I, i'm really fascinated about about the psychological potential of an nft by by making digital the digital world by by helping us to create this kind of attachment to something digital and if that's good or not that's another question okay of course you could say oh no it's becoming much more digital or we are no more living in this uh, digital world and so yeah of course but for me that's not the question right now it's the point this is unavoidable do you say that is that a word yeah, yeah, yeah. Avoidable? Okay. <laughs> um, and especially now, if you think, for example, think about metaverse. Yeah. Of course, another trend and topic right now. But now. <laughs> Which I think we spoke about in the past. <laughs> yeah, we already did. Yeah. But now imagine the point is the metaverse is just like a smartphone with apps. Okay. The metaverse is, is an immersive smartphone. Yeah. You have your virtual reality, you are inside, but there you have thousands of apps that you can use. And there again, imagine you would have what, what's possible now is you could say, okay, I have I did something in one app, let's say it in a particular work environment, working app, and it's and what I did there and what I whatever it is. So my interaction with the app is stored in my NFT, like it is stored in a game in the dashboard. And now I can switch to another app in the metaverse, and because both are connected to the blockchain, I can take my NFT with me. And I can, with a seamless, seamless uh, transition, I can take all my efforts, or some of them at least, and my skills with me into the new app, and the app immediately ad adapt to my skills, um, allows me something, gives me some kind of certificates, rights, and so on. And so imagine over the time, again, if that's good or not, yeah, everyone has to think about that for themselves, but imagine you have this, you're doing that for 20, 30 years and how 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 valuable, not in a monetary sense, but in, a, in an emotional and also in a, in a functional sense for yourself as its owner, the NFT could become. Yeah. Okay. I, I can see it. I can, I can understand it. I mean, to me, it feels, I don't know, it, it feels almost like a... Uh, <laughs> kind of a dynamic digital CV mm -hmm. um, that it's, yeah, I see where you're coming from. I understand, I think I understand your vision of this, which is kind of the first step, the, the, the sort of important first step for me is I can see your vision for it. I think th there's a, for me, there's a question over, is this the right technology to do this? Um, yeah, we have to find out. That's true. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, I'm part of that is because I suppose it's a lack of understanding. When blockchain is is an odd thing anyway. And, you know, at the end of the day, all of this goes back to the blockchain being unique, provable contracts. That's what block, that's what blockchain's all about. And you kind of forget that because you think about Bitcoin and pictures and things. Yeah. And the, the technology that runs this, um, I think the reason NFTs are interesting from what you're saying really is that the technology's there there's already you don't we don't need to go and build a new technology that creates uh provable contracts that you can you can't hack and change i think because you could be listening to go well, i mean we could do all of this we could build a platform that did this and that it already exists it's the blockchain and it's there and the nfts are kind of the one of the options for front end almost to to access the blockchain um 
So I, I think from that perspective, I can see why the technology is interesting for what you're talking about there. And I think when I originally looked at blockchain years and years ago, that was the thing we were looking at was how we were using it, how we could possibly use it for actual replacement of physical contracts with organizations Mm -hmm. would be using the blockchain as a way of storing that and almost it's not so much the store as as a signature if we if we 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 know exactly what moment it happened and that can never be changed so i think that that's that's really interesting i like the idea of then taking that technology and creating something that is that is actually practical usable and something that is valuable to me it has no value to anybody else that's what's really interesting about this it's mm-hmm. it's not it's not like the monkey pictures where yeah. we're going to you're going to sell you you're going to sell your portfolio of skills to somebody for a million pounds because there's no point because you can always trace it back and say well no that wasn't yours this this is somebody else's so it, it actually it, it reduces a lot of the when you look at games, really, we're going to take take it, take it back to games. There was a big thing in World of Warcraft where people were selling items that were really hard to get for mm-hmm. thousands and thousands of pounds on eBay, where they would transfer that item to you, and then suddenly you'd, without having to go through all the effort and the work, you'd have whatever some super sword that could kill a bag, you know, kill the biggest monsters. You didn't have to work for that; you just bought it off this person on eBay, mm-hmm. and they've had to they, they had to crack down on that because it was it was a quite quite a weird thing to be doing there's an industry around it and it was damaging to the game and i think if you go to a game and say well actually the person who owned that this is their unique entry within the blockchain that 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 weapon is an nft mm-hmm. and only they can have ownership of that and we can prove that it was theirs because we can see how the transfer has happened it is coded to their game to them and i think that's true of this if the the industrious people might look at that and go, oh, what I could do is I could level myself up in all of these um, products and I could achieve all these skills and then sell all of that to somebody who wanted to unlock it ahead of their their peers within their organization. Mm-hmm. And it would stop them doing that because instantly you could trace back exactly where that transaction happened, exactly who it was. And I think from that perspective, as you say, it makes it very transparent. It makes it... Um, it, it makes it harder to cheat the system yeah. whilst then providing value to the individual. So then it comes back to the individual. It doesn't have a financial value to me, but it has a value to me because it proves that I've done these things, that I can do these things. The fact that the minute I bring it into the platform, it unlocks all the features in Adobe Premiere. I'm a video editor. And to be able to prove that I've done all these things, I can use my NFT key. I go to my new job. I sit down put it in and suddenly all the features I said I'm good at are available to me. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, no, I I can see that. That I can see. I can see the real sort of core benefits of that and and why you're excited about NFTs as a technology, a platform, a way of recording, storing and being transparent about essentially reality of life and you know, the the people involved in it and the things they can do. I think that that has a lot of power to me. Oh, nice. Great. <laughs> Happy to hear that. But, and now when you just explained that, what, what came to me in mind is that um, because you said this, um, there are particular weapons in, in games that are very mm. valuable and people are selling them and so on. 
Um, the point, that what, what's interesting is now if there's an amazing weapon inside a game yeah, and in the first place someone has to earn it before he can sell it in the classic way, okay? Yeah. So he had to fight a particular enemy, whatever. So he had to have the skills to be able to get the weapon. So now he has the skills and he has the weapon. But because, let's imagine, he doesn't want to play that game anymore or he wants to play it in another way, so he, is, he has no need about the sword anymore, okay? So that means now with an NFT, for example, it could be that he's selling the sword, but the NFT always knows that he has, he ha he has uh, the skills to use it, or he, yeah, he has the skills. Yeah. So now if there's another chest, another quest, that's depending from the balancing point of view, that's only for these guys who have the skills, no matter if they have the sword, but the skills, because now it's you need the skills yeah, in order to progress, but it's about another feature. It's the sword itself is not important. Um, now it could mean that even by selling the sword, you get your few bucks, whatever it is, even if that's the case, or in-game credits, whatever, but you don't lose the ability to go to the other quest that's depending. Yeah? And the other guy who made a shortcut by buying the sword without having the skills, he's still not able to go on the new quest. And so by, by being able to separate even these two elements, skills and the, let's say, the status object, uh, that's actually showing the skills, the sword, by being able to separate these tools, suddenly, from my point of view, it's, it communicates even more that it makes sense and it's worth it to put the time and effort and work in it. Because you're still able to sell the sword, you earn something, yeah, you make some bucks, whatever, but because you put the time and effort in it, you still own that. Yeah, and it's still at um, it's still um, how does that um, acknowledged yeah. by the NFT and so by the game system by the world, and so it makes it even more valuable yeah, to to go the to walk the walk, <laughs> and yeah. um, to to earn the credits that are with that. If there's a marketplace marketplace that's worth something, um, you don't have to. If you're selling the sword, actually, right now you're also sell selling the skills if you want to say this one the acknowledgement of the skills with an nft you can yeah, separate yeah 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 no i i do you know what i think i think i'm with you i think i i see it i i, I can see yeah. your vision yeah <laughs> i mean still don't get me wrong i think that right so here we go here, here's, here's no don't, don't 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 destroy it now please <laughs> no 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 no, no i'm not gonna destroy it i think that for me um and again, back to this gamification thing. I think that what you are talking about with NFTs is the same way that you and I talk about gamification. Mm. It is not about the visual. It's not about the, the the pictures, the fun stuff, the all the extrinsic crap. It is it is about the core value and functionality that NFTs can bring. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. The technology. But not just the technology, the the way in which we can leverage the existing technology to do so many interesting and exciting things that take the technology somewhere totally new and beyond 
what was originally considered you know, a simple contract where I can prove I owned this picture of a monkey smoking. It's it, what you're talking about isn't what I, as a bystander, have always considered gamification, uh, have always considered NFTs to be. Mm-hmm. In the same way as somebody, when you talk to them about gamification and you start talking about the way you and I look at gamification, they will be stood back and going, oh, so it's not all about points and badges. Yeah. And I think that's what you've kind of done here. What you've said to me here is, no, it's not about the pictures. It's not about earning £10 million off owning a picture because people are dumb. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it, it is. It is. It, it's about something deeper than that, something that this is a platform and it's the only platform in existence right now that offers this level of transparency and functionality with the potential that it has so yeah no for me that makes a lot more sense i I, i'm on board with this now i get it (laughs) perfect and of course you're totally right what you said in the beginning and if that um so i'm just fascinated about it i think i see potentials and we already tried a little bit if we can make if we can exploit exploit is a negative word but if we can use that (laughs) technology for our gamification design if we can really make use of all its possibilities for our gamification design this is something that we have to figure out yet. Okay, we are yeah. already trying that. We are, we are, we are building a software that has a little bit of that in, inside at, at its core, but um, um, but we still have a, have to figure that out. But again, with everything, only by looking at it, try to go deeper to understand it really. Then perhaps in one year we can decide in a very rational way that okay it doesn't make sense but we tried it out and and so this is the state that um state of um that we are right now in yeah no i'm i like it i i, I get it i think i understand it cool <laughs> um i i think i think more importantly i think i understand your vision of it and mm-hmm. i think for me right now that's enough because yeah i, I don't need to like nfts to get what you're trying to do with nfts mm-hmm. so to me that, that that's enough for now I, th- I think i can deal with that cool great thanks for listening for the whole time it, it's always a great exercise also of course for me um but every time i have to explain it and i have to try to get my thinkings my thoughts in some kind of understandable order it also helps me of course yeah i, I agree and i think you know it, it's one of those things where not everyone's going to agree with us Sure. Not everyone's, and there are going to be people listening to it going, no, I just want the pretty pictures. And that's fine. If that's what you want to do, and that's that's how you want to view it, then I think there's no problem with that. I think that it's, it's about here is an alternative view on what this could look like. And for me, that's the important bit here. It's, it's, it's another way of looking at this. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Love it. Absolutely love it. Thanks. You've changed my mind on something, which I'm not. I'm not easy to change. When I've got a thought, <laughs> I, I find it very difficult to to leave that thought because I'm old and stubborn. So that, that that's quite quite a feat to make me re- reassess and say I might have been wrong about something. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks, and, and of course, thanks for taking the time um, and listening. Yeah, for ex- especially for I think it was almost 25 minutes in a row. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. I, I would rather listen to 25 minutes of you explaining something that you're passionate about and that you understand than listening to kind of so so much of the rubbish that's out there about all these things where it's 
people just sort of spewing the same old rubbish out there. Again, very similar to gamification. We said it in the past, there's, there's a lot of this where it's things that people have said just being echoed with one or two words. Being just, it's like doing your homework when you're a kid and copying off, <laughs> copying off your best friend. You change one or two words and hope the teacher doesn't notice that it was a copy. Um, so no, I think um, I, th- I think you've put forward your case very well, and I'm very excited to hear the next chapter. <laughs> cool. Thanks. Glad to hear that. I will keep you updated. Excellent. No, brilliant. No, really, really, really excited to see how that all goes. Cool. So I would say that was, um, yeah, we have, we are already, we we have, we have um, expanded or over, overdone our, um, the time frame that we yes. targeted. By the time I've edited it, we're 45 minutes easily. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So then I uh, hope to see you again soon. absolutely yeah we shall speak again soon and lovely listeners if you would be so kind as to subscribe and and tell your friends about us um and uh hopefully we can start expanding the podcast as we get a little bit more disciplined about doing it regularly perfect yeah me too cool right speak to you all soon bye thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe so you know when the next show's out 